Welcome back to Ruth's Dogs, sponsored podcast, independently by me, Ruth, who does this for entertainment purposes only, and probably as a tool for my own holistic purposes. And I want to get to this one point. You know, I don't plan when I think about my pets, my dogs, the ones that were seized in 2015, but I know I've been patient and waiting for the people involved to contact me since back then. And to me, it's just a, a day that just, it just relived every day, really. My dogs are family, and what happened to me should not have happened. I don't know what kind of trauma my dog experienced, but I know they were traumatized. So, Doug Worthy, this is a question for you. When you took my dogs, what were you thinking? Why would you... Look at my healthy animals and not give them every chance in the world, in the universe, to stay home with me. I I wish you would call me and answer that question. The errors that have occurred through our municipality in Brookshire, Texas, have been illegal, unconstitutional. And this is not a criticism. I'm not bad-mouthing. I am expressing and recording for historical purposes and for learning opportunities and to entertain the thoughts of changing our course of action. So stay tuned to this podcast. Um, I think I'll have two or three segments about the city of Brookshire, which Parallels with my podcast of Animal Law Discovery, brought to you by Ruth Dog. Welcome back to this segment of Animal Law Discovery. Animal Law Discovery is a very important topic to me. I have had a lot of experience, in my opinion. Everything is relative. But a lot of experience with animal law in Texas, Waller County, Brookshire, Texas. Unfortunately, my beautiful pets were involved in a situation that personally I feel should not have happened. And it has inspired me to seek out information, to share with other people, to share with city council, to share with lawyers and anyone who cares about animals deeply to to learn because we the people of the United States of America we do not want to harm others including animals and back to the wonderful Katie Times article their production value is amazing Katie Times prints some wonderful articles I always seem to find them or they pop up on my um, on my newsfeed um, and the articles I find myself not being able to stop reading the articles. Today I found an article on um, a May 20th City of Brookshire meeting and I thought it would be something to share with others because city council stuff matters. It matters to a lot of people. 
Um, one of the things I noticed in this Katie Times article by Mr. Hans Miller, R. Hans Miller, um, is that a new mayor pro tem for the city of Brookshire was sworn in or was was voted in. The vote was four to one. The one dissenting vote was a Mr. Ellen Jones. Um, and I'm glad to share all this with you. My insight, my insight as a local, a local yokel in Brookshire, Texas, this four to one vote sounds more like a personal wave of discontent with, um, with the way things have been going on city council. Um, I think that's all I'll say on that. And I'll go back to the article. Um, where Mr. Eric Green, who's been a um, he's been a city council member for uh, quite a few years in Brooklyn. Are a significant name when it comes to the city of Brooklyn history, and I'm using them to um, record my podcast regarding the, uh, the article from the May 20th or regarding the May 20th city council meeting. Um, as I stated, Mr. Green has been voted in as mayor pro tem because the previous mayor pro tem, Marilyn Vaughn, was not re-elected into her position one. I think is position. Um, Monique Taylor was the one who who beat out incumbent Vaughn. And so a new mayor for Tim has been elected and we shall stay tuned for the energy that that new mayor for Tim is going to Here I am again, this is me, with my independent podcast, which I really, 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 really am enjoying, because when, when, when a person goes independent, it is really a form of free speech at its utmost experience. Um, I am not having to watch what I say, because the sponsor's paying me. So I'm saying that to tell everyone listening a podcast. If you really want an intelligent, educational, entertaining purposes only podcast, seek them out. The the apps are online and um, in the internet worldwide. Anyone can do a podcast for either zero to minimal cost, and it's a way of being an independent American and expressing your voice. And back to back to this May twentieth, twenty twenty one, City of Brookshire City Council meeting. Um, one of the one of the other and probably final uh, aspect I want to bring to uh, my listeners is an example of how things go at the City of Brookshire. Um, apparently, there is a request for a variance 
um, in some kind of project. Um, so I'll read to you, quoting the book, the, sorry, we used to have a book time, quoting the illustrious Sadie Combs and its wonderful article by its wonderful writer. Um, and it goes on to say, the request for the variance at the Stella Avenue town home development would have reduced the required right-of-way width for development from 60 feet to 20 feet. So, okay, I'm going to evaluate and analyze because that's what I like to do. What that sentence says, that there's a variance request for a city of Brookshire Street called Stella Avenue because there's a townhome development going there and the request is going to reduce a required specification for right away width. It's going to reduce that typically right away width from 60 feet to 20 feet. Hmm. Okay, that article goes on to say Kristen, Kristen Reyna, who said the work with the developer of the project his client was asking for the variance primarily due to financial concerns. That is kind of, okay, that is kind of vague. Financial concerns because um, even me as an independent United States of American woman minding my own in my community, financial concerns are with everyone. I mean, everyone has financial concerns. It would be interesting to share and be fully transparent as to what, what type of financial concerns, the amount of the financial concerns, why the financial concerns came up. Um, but I do like the article quoting the city attorney, Justin Pruitt, of Olson and Olson. And that quote is Mr. Pruitt saying, or Esquire Justin Pruitt saying, the main thing is that city council has to approve a hardship. And just so you know, city council, he says, a hardship can't be just financial. I'm really proud of that statement. I don't know Mr. Pruitt personally. I don't, I'm not a fan of Olson and Olson. Um, but I'm glad someone is giving a little information to our city leaders, our elected officials, that is letting them know. I, I think... I think I want to say that you do have to be smarter than a fifth grader if you're going to be an attorney for the city of Brookshire City Council. You really, really have to be ready for whatever they're going to throw at you or attempt to get approved, n n not in an illicit manner, but um, financial concerns, we all have them. And to just say we want to change a uh, required right-of-way from more than half the required amount or width because of financial concerns and evade. I think that's, that's, another, that's one good aspect of my perspective where I'd like to see the city of Brookshire be more specific, more defined, more detailed, more detective-like and, 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 and saying, hey, city of Brookshire citizens, this is how we're going to spend your tax money and this is why we're going to do this. Instead of a vague saying statement of financial concerns. 
it goes on to say, council discussed the issue and Green said that he is fine with the project overall. He was not in favor of granting the variance due to safety concerns, noting that a 20-foot right-of-way would not allow emergency vehicles <laughs> such as fire trucks to easily move through the development if needed. Okay, if needed, if there's going to be a fire someday in a townhome subdivision, if. No, there will be. That's why we have fire departments. And again, I want to, you're not a local yokel if you're listening to this podcast more than likely, but this fire department issue has come up more than once for too long, too. And I just find it interesting that we got another kind of, of like, you know, not being critical, but another less than transparent, okay, um, statement about why this mayor pro tem is not in favor of granting a variance for safety issues. And um, I'd like to see how this plays out just as a common person, a common citizen. And I, I would like to see requirements met and no variances made. And that brings me back to animal law discovery, where I discovered when I had my issues with my beautiful animals, my beautiful dogs, um, my babies, my family, hey, we could have variances then too. But I was not permitted to have variances. I was, I was required to follow the city of Brookshire ordinances. So let's not change that. Let's keep required right away with the way they're supposed to be. Well, I am just so impressed about how motivated I was to do a podcast once I read Mr. Miller's Katie Times article on the most recent City of Brookshire, May 20th, City Council meeting. Uh, last time I read something, I had a similar reaction, and only one person contacted me regarding my thoughts on that subject matter in that particular Katie Times article. The article itself was outstanding. Color pictures, wonderful writing, excellent production on the internet and on my on my handheld device i could read the article just as easily as, as if i had the paper copy in my hand i love that about the katie times it's a wonderful newspaper and i'm so thankful that they're spending covering you know i know no one's perfect no newspaper is going to be perfect but i am enjoying reading these city of brookshire city council meetings and thank you for doing for producing that, taking the ink and the paper and the internet space, the cyberspace to to share these articles. Um, I haven't been able to go to a city council meeting, so reading about them is wonderful, and I appreciate it very much. With Stephen F. Austin, and that's how Brooks came to be. And I've also learned and have met um, some some Brookshire family members. I think it's awesome and. Amazing, hallelujah, 
Mr. and Mrs. Vixer, who are relatives of the Nathan Vixer family, and, and you know, I'm shout out to them. They're wonderful people. They are devoted to so many civic activities in Vixer and volunteering. Uh, so shout out to the Vixers. But I just want to say I think it's amazing that our, our town, our village, our township, our municipality um, still has residents with the surname that the city is named after. I think that's wonderful. And I think that's a blessing. So we should honor that. Anytime we can, I think we should give a shout out to the Brookshire family that resides here in town. I'm so glad they're here. I'm so appreciative of the, um, the example that they set too, to be good civic-minded citizens. And according to Wikipedia, Wikipedia, the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 also called the COVID-19 Stimulus Package, or American Rescue Plan. It is a $1.9 trillion economic stimulus bill passed by the 117th United States Congress and signed into law by President Joe Biden on March 11, 2021, to speed up the United States recovery from the economic from the economic and health effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the ongoing recession. First proposed on January 14, 2021, the package builds upon many of the measures in the CARES Act from March 2020 and in the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2021 from December. So beginning on February 2nd of this year, 2021, Democrats in the United States Senate started to open debates on a budget resolution that would allow them to pass the stimulus package without support from Republicans through the process of reconciliation. The day after, Vice President Kamala Harris cast her first tie-breaking vote as vice president in order to give the Senate's approval to start the reconciliation process with the White House following suit by voting 219 209 to agree to the Senate version of the resolution. Key elements of this uh, act, the American Rescue Plan, what it will hopefully do is provide relief for Americans by finishing the job of $2,000 in direct relief, ensuring paid leave for anyone who needs it, extending unemployment insurance. And if you go onto Wikipedia and read what I'm reading, there is a video from the Biden administration that promotes the American Rescue Plan. And again, the key elements include uh, extending unemployment insurance, which would be $300 weekly supplement through Labor Day, and preventing the benefits from expiring on March 31st, 2021. Um, $1,400 in direct payments to individuals under the Mansion Biden, under pressure from Mansion, Biden agreed to have the direct payments start to phase out for high income taxpayers. And we all know that that phasing out uh, marker is $75,000 for individuals. Um, and then it goes on in Wikipedia to say in the, the, the in past rounds of stimulus payments, eligible adult dependents will receive payments, including college students. So not, I think that's a good thing. Um, 
emergency paid leave, that details out to say that over 100 million Americans are might qualify for emergency paid leave. And this act provides a tax credit through October 1st to employers who choose to offer paid sick leave and paid family, family leave benefits. Um, so that's interesting. And it also extends a 15% increase in food stamp benefits. The increase passed in previous rounds of stimulus was going to expire in June, 11 days from now. Um, but now this bill is going to extend food stamp benefits until September of 2021. Um, this is really wonderful that our the city of Brooklyn mayor wants to receive um, you know consultants to, to help him and I love that to help him uh, make sure that this this assistance is is well planned and well distributed to the citizens of Brookshire. Which which helps me to say I want to make sure this podcast does reach a lot of people because the city of Brookshire is requesting bids for consultants to help the city of Brookshire citizens uh, receive well well served and organized rollout of the um this rescue plan that our mayor Dale Branch is going to to oversee so i will put more details about this searching for a consultant to help our mayor Brookshire make sure that the the rescue plan for um the covid-19 relief plan is is rolled out well and thoroughly and significantly and wonderfully to the citizens of Brookshire, Texas. Hallelujah. The one thing that has occurred in the last year, maybe 24 months, is the um, the fire services, emergency services. Again, if you're not a local Yoko like I am, you're not going to know the kind of inside, down low, ear to the street kind of things that go on. And, and really, it's not facts. It's hearsay and rumors and gossip and he said, she said. But apparently, we we in Brookshire had to have a new setup for emergency services because the previously authorized emergency services were, among other things, not, not up to date on their certifications. Now, no one's perfect. No one's criticizing. But... We do in Brookshire have a several now. We now have several warehousing type facilities um, that if God forbid, if anything were to occur in these facilities that um, that um, required emergency services, we definitely, I know I personally would want those emergency services personnel to be certified up to date. Um, I just think that's just not even a no-brainer, no questions. Um, I know that the fire department that's in my neighborhood currently, how they are made, the out exterior. I did take a tour of the interior. It's outstanding in there. Um, they're making do with what they have, with what they can afford. The fire trucks are washed 
cleaned, polished. Um, the lawn is maintained. I was, I just drove, went by there today and I, I, it was very quiet, um, on their lawn at the fire department. And I was just impressed again that there's just so many improvements that they've made, which indicates to most people, most reasonable people, reasonable people would say these people, whomever they are, care. They care about their facility and how, how, how it looks. Um, and I mean, I'm, I just want to give them praise. I don't know them personally by name. I, again, I hear different stories on the street as a neighbor, as a local. I want to give praise to the, to the fire department on Velasco. I think that's the street. It's behind the, um, the Baptist church and also next door to a potential hazard to my neighborhood, um, a, a, a truck stop. Those people, men and women, that I've observed over the last 24 months or year have, you know, they deserve a handshake and a hug and a cup of coffee or a glass of orange juice because they are always consistently on top of their facility or the facility that they're uh, housed in. I'm sure they're not perfect. I'm sure they make mistakes. I'm sure they are not good at everything and they have weaknesses too. Um, but again, from my perspective, I, I just am so impressed by them and the work. And I've, I've not had to experience them on a personal level, but I, I would count on them. I would count on them to, to, to step up to the plate and save people's lives and be successful at it. Um, the previous fire department, which has been housed at a building, again, if you're a local local yokel, you know that the old fire department, I'll call it that, um, the most recent emergency that they had was at a home of a friend of mine. I helped him take care of his pets when, when he needed for a few months and... Um, Unfortunately, when the fire took him and his home, somehow that fire department, and it was publicly uh, published, so I'm not sharing hearsay, uh, apparently some of the water supply was not adequate in the truck. And Now, it didn't cause my friend's death. It didn't cause my friend's loss of stuff. Um, but that incident is enough to say I prefer what I see today in my neighborhood when it comes to uh, emergency services. Thank you so much for being part of my podcast, my independent podcast, Animal Law Discovery which I have discovered um, for entertainment purposes, aligns and parallels a lot with the city municipality. And the article about the the ditch on uh, 4th and 1st Streets, or between 4th and 1st Streets, north of the railroad track, um, it seems like it it is... Is something that needs to be done, but city staff had not moved forward with addressing this ditch.
I think by city staff in the article, that means the public works department, which is headed by Ernest Kelly. And the Kelly family is very um, established in Brookshire, Texas. That's irrelevant to what I'm reading. Yet, it's interesting that city staff has not moved forward with maintenance. It seems that many times accountabilities are not, are not uh, taken seriously, yet no one is held responsible for ignoring that accountability. Uh, that's something that would be nice to see changed, where if this ditch was supposed to have been completed and now has a deadline to be completed in the next 11 days, it's a, it would be amazing to see to see that accomplished and the citizens should be kept informed. Welcome back to Animal Law Discovery, a very basic and hometown podcast produced by Bruce Dobbs of Lister, Texas. This podcast, Animal Law Discovery, is something that is it's a very uh, much important to me. My experience here in my hometown, the town I was raised up in and the neighborhood I still live in from childhood is such a blessing. My goal is to to protect this in, in as much as I can as a common citizen with integrity and compassion and forethought. So when I see articles written about my hometown, the city of Brookshire, I like to to um, just take that information and share it as much as I can. I share it based on experience, on experience that many times when we're working or we're raising families or raising pets or paying bills, debts, and fixing cars, it's not an opportunity in there to get to a city council meeting. Hence, this podcast to share information for entertainment purposes, for learning, and for, I guess, giving you insight into my thought processes. And most recently, on um, May 20th, 2021, the City of Brookshire Council had another meeting at the City Hall Chambers, and the article about that meeting appeared in the KD Times. This is the podcast that I will use to to review some of the aspects of those results, the results from the city council meeting. The, one of the things that I recall reading in that wonderful article by R. Hans Miller is we, citizens of the city of Brookshire, have a new mayor pro tem the mayor pro tem was voted in. The vote was four votes for Eric Green and one vote against Eric Green. The dissenting vote, according to the Katie Times, is L.N. Jones. That is a very interesting dynamic. Mr. Jones is the newest city council member. And the other four, Lyndon Stamps, 
small chambers 